Welcome back into the show, everybody. Joining us now, uh, a little bit later than in scheduled, but very glad to have him on now, Editor-in-Chief of the Bird Rights, covering the New Orleans Pelicans for SB Nation, friend of the program, friend of mine, Ali Cassell, joins us. Ali, good morning. So how, how um, where are you at right now with the Pelicans with this start, Ali? A very general question, but, um, you know, the last three games have been frustrating. Would do no justice to describe uh, the feeling you know, I was at the game on Friday, watched the previous two games, just just frustrating, right? <laughs> you picked the three worst games to watch this. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, I think you can go in either direction, but I'm tending to leaning towards being positive. And the main reason is, look, they had a big road ahead of them, getting a young team. Everybody predicted them to be right there at the end, right, of getting in the playing tournament, you know, eighth or ninth. And they're kind of headed into that. Uh, right, they're headed right down that path with a four and four, four and five start to the season. So, you know, you can't be upset, and you also have to be kind of happy that Stan Van Gundy's teachings have kind of shown the light for this team to where, when they play defense, they've been actually pretty darn good. And we saw that during the first five games, to where the offense was absolutely putrid, but yet they were still able to win several games that they normally never would have in seasons past. And you've just seen over the last four games, they've gotten away from it. You know, suddenly opponents are getting to the free throw line more, getting more second chance points, uh, scoring a heck of a load of uh, points of turnovers. And so there's stuff that can be cleaned up, and but yet the offense is playing better. So at the end of the day, like I said, you never knew what you were getting with this team at the start of the season. That's why nobody was able to predict them very well. But I think, like I said, we've seen now what they can be and what their path to success is. And so if they just do those things, then I feel like we're looking at a playoff thing. All right. Well, um, Lonzo Ball, he's a big topic of discussion amongst fans. I think probably too extreme one way or the other at times. But Lonzo, um, not going to play tonight uh, dealing with some some knee tendonitis. But where are you at with Lonzo Ball right now, Ali? Uh, I'm down on him. And I generally have been a supporter of his. And the main reason for me is, not the shooting, you know, he's shooting right around 40% his career average, um, or the fact that he's not being ultra aggressive in terms of getting to the rim on drives or setting up teammates. It's the fact that I still see him playing scared, nervous. You know, he's entering his fourth year of his career, and you hope to not see those type of issues anymore. But I've noticed it over the last few games. Right? I mean, you can talk about him kicking the ball away, turning it over against the Pacers, which hurt. You know, ended up being a loss, but it wasn't solely on his shoulders, of course. We saw him do the similar thing coming down the stretch in a previous game against the Raptors. And in these last two games, we haven't, like I said, seen when he's had lanes, he knows what he's supposed to do. He's an NBA player, supposed to drive or create for others. And he's often been highly regarded in the transition game. Where's that been lately, right? He's talked about it now in his last media session that he needs to do that more, uh, obviously before his injury, but why hasn't he been doing these things in this fourth season, like I said, which is a contract year, and it's a big decision for the Pelicans. So, like I said, I don't think you have any choice but to be at least a little bit down on him. All right, so yesterday the NBA made uh, some changes, correct, to their current COVID-19 protocol. What changed, and how do you see – how many more Pelicans games, like the one on Monday that was postponed, how many more do you think get postponed here in the coming weeks? 
Yeah, so it looks like now players are basically going to be locked in their homes unless they're playing basketball or practicing, right? Now suddenly you're not allowed to have any guests in uh, hotel rooms when you're on the road. Um, you can only, you know, basically do team center type of meetings. They don't even want you really seeing family members. Um, and a lot of people actually have signed off on it, right? The NBPA, the National Basketball Players Association, a lot of players, a lot of coaches have, you know, voiced support. Because right now, Scott, it is kind of ravaging the league in some of these games. You know, the Pelicans a couple of days ago were um, the fourth game to be canceled on the season. But since then, we've seen a couple more. Uh, Washington's now dealing with a lot of issues on top of what Boston, Miami, Philly, you know, the Mavericks, Chicago, and other pockets. So I think there's, there's a legitimate threat to the season, and that's problematic, of course. You know, the league is relying on getting through the season, making the money, um, just to keep things kind of afloat after the losses they suffered last year. So any kind of sizable shutdown this year could really, really hamper, you know, the future prospects of the league. So they're just trying to get through it. They're just trying to create basically some more precautions and hoping that it works, you know, and I'm not certain it will, Scott, because how much sense does it make when you've got these players playing in a game for two hours, rubbing up against each other, but then you're basically telling them one of the new protocols is, don't shake hands after the game or, or, or stuff like that. Right. So, you know, I don't know how far it'll go, how much it'll help, but you know, something hopefully better work. Cause otherwise, like I said, I fear that with this COVID on the rise still that the NBA could at least be potentially shut down for several weeks. Wow. Ali Cassell, our guest, man, I apologize for the uh, snaf scheduling snafu this morning. You know, I usually like to chat with you a lot longer about the Pels. So, you open with something positive because you're an optimistic guy. As we close out this convo, give give us a, a good positive note to end on looking at the Pelicans coming up here over the next few months. Over the next few months, you hope to see growth out of the young guys, and that's typically what happens within seasons for good young players. And the Pelicans, I feel like, have that. And it's going to start tonight. You know, they haven't played since last Friday. Stan Van Gundy is known as one of the best preparation coaches out there. So with the Mavericks game getting canceled, he, him being able to get in uh, sessions with these guys. So I'm expecting them to start playing better defensively. But I'm also looking for tonight with Lonzo out, possibly Eric Bledsoe, then maybe Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Kyra Lewis. We'll get to see for the first time in legitimate minutes. Maybe one of those guys can shine and surprise us a little bit tonight. Good stuff. Ollie, appreciate the time, man. I know you'll be up late for that one. I'm going to try, but uh, that 9 o'clock tip-off with the early <laughs> 5 a.m. wake-up call is tough. In the meantime, man, I appreciate it, brother, and uh, all the best, and I know we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Scott. Have you got it, Ollie. Appreciate it, man. Ollie Cassell.